I realized that I was thinking about so many things, introducing Father Hugo and uh, dismissing the children that I didn't introduce myself to those who may not be familiar with who I am. If you like the homily, my name is Father Paul Eve. If you don't, it's Father David Harris. <laughs> when I was a child, I remember this parable disturbing me because I wanted so much for everyone to know God, to know how much God loves us. And I wanted us all, everyone in the world, to go to heaven. And this passage as a child almost seemed like predestination. What if I'm the unlucky person that's the path or the, the rocky soil or the ground with thorn bushes? Didn't seem fair. But as I grew and began to understand this scripture, I realized that what Jesus is talking about is free will that we all have the means and the ability to decide how do we want our garden to be. It's not predestination. It's a choice. And the scriptures today challenge us, especially in our culture today, where we're so busy, I know my brother has grandchildren that are school age and his two daughters and their uh, spouses, you know, are back and forth every which way to get to this baseball game or this practice or this volleyball tournament, sometimes up in Ohio and sometimes down in Atlanta or even Florida for playoffs. And they're constantly juggling schedules. And if work or anything comes up, then my brother has to pinch hit and pick one up from school or be there. And I'm sure that's familiar with anyone who's been a grandparent. And parents, how busy we are. Where we're running back and forth so much that instead of treating our lives as sacred opportunities for God's grace each day to take root and bear fruit. We're so distracted by the busyness of I have to be there and I have to be here and I have to be over there. So much so that we go back and forth and we begin to wear a path that doesn't provide any place for the seed to take root. It just lays there till it's blown away or the birds of the air come and take it. And so the challenge is, how busy is our life? Do we take time each morning and focus 
on what is first and foremost in our lives. Our faith. The gift of God's love. That each of us are called in our own ways, our own means, our own abilities, talents, and gifts to bear fruit. Do we consciously take time each day to pray and say, what is your will for me today? How can I bear fruit? How can I accomplish what it is you want? And also in our world, we live with this false notion that somehow if we just get the right education, we live in the right neighborhood, we have the right opportunities, we work hard, we do this, we do that, we can secure our own lives. And so our faith becomes kind of that side category. Yeah, God's there to pinch hit, you know, if I get in too deep, you know, I'll call upon God and I'll make my Sunday obligation every Sunday, but I'm more concerned each day about what I'm doing to secure my own life. And so we start setting stones as our foundation. And we start building on self-reliance which is ultimately an illusion. We start worrying about what we have, so much so that we spend thousands of dollars in insurance to protect what we have. So much so that we enable governments to have political systems that protect our country so that what we have isn't threatened by outsiders coming in. And perhaps we have too much. Do we need everything we have? Does my 401k, do I watch the stock market in such a way that I'm worried about how my money's growing and developing, so much so that I lose sight and my charity, my generosity, what I do with my wealth is so captivated that I cease to bear fruit. I want my own security. I want my own welfare. That's a natural human instinct. There's nothing wrong with it. But do I want beyond what I need in such a way that I accumulate wealth that isn't for God, but for my own self-reliance? because I don't trust God. I don't trust that if I let go of this, if I don't do this, if I don't have this, then I won't be safe. 
And so the rocks accrue underneath us because they're our foundation. And there's so little soil left for God's seed to take root. For me to remind myself each and every day that everything is a gift from God. And I am just a steward responsible for how I use that and bear fruit with it. Do my children really need everything that I didn't have when I was a child? Do my grandchildren really need all of those opportunities and advantages? What am I teaching them to build? Or perhaps we listen to the news, we watch the world. Nowadays, we have to keep our doors locked because we're so scared of who might come in and how do we protect ourselves. We are vulnerable. Oftentimes, we're fearful. Or maybe it's it's family worries or concerns or some type of crisis that we're in the midst of. And I'm so busy feeding that fear and that worry as if all the worry in the world is going to change the outcome. That I begin to strangle out the true spirit that I really need. And that is the strength and the grace of God's love. When I was younger, I used to pray a lot for outcomes. Lord, please let this happen. Please help this person. Please make this happen. Please make that happen. Please let me pass the exam. Today, I try to practice the faith that says... Lord, I'm not going to pray for the outcome except that it be your will. What I am going to pray for is the grace, the strength, and the courage to trust you. To trust that you're enough. And give me the grace to walk through whatever it is I have to walk through. It's not a guarantee that everything's going to turn out the way we want or even the way we think we need it to happen. But it's the, it's the depth and the roots of faith that let me stand there and say, let me weather whatever it is that I have to go through and trust I will be okay. This person will be okay. Ultimately, many of us are going to end up in a CCU room or an ICU room. And everything we have built, everything we have worried about, all the busyness of our lives isn't going to matter then. It's not going to matter how rich or poor I am. What's going to matter is 
have I allowed God's grace to take root in my life? The good news is that we have free will. We have choice. It's never too late. One of the things that chokes us out sometimes also is guilt and shame, a sense of unworthiness. We have a church for 2,000 years that during a large part of that period have taught us that this is holy and we are unworthy. And there's a line between the two. And we come to church hoping against hope that that grace of God will somehow redeem us. And that's not totally healthy. Yes, it teaches us humility, but if it strangles our confidence and awareness and appreciation for the gifts and the abilities that we have that we are made worthy not through any merit of our own but through the love of Christ that is poured out broken open and given to us at this altar that we are called to be fed and nurtured when we receive communion we shouldn't be so focused on where that host is going next, back into the tabernacle. We should be conscious that that seed, that host, that presence of the living body and blood of Christ is now planted within us. And we're responsible for nurturing that seed, for taking that this week and consciously being aware of how we enable that to grow within us and bear fruit. That's the good news. It's never too late to step back, and no matter how overwhelming it may seem, because I don't like to garden, I look at all the, you know, if, if, unless it's already done, you know, it looks overwhelming. But all it takes is maybe I won't walk across it so much. Maybe I can let go of some of the things I'm doing and take more time for God. Maybe I can let go of some of those rocks and stones that I thought were so important that are keeping me from going deeper in my faith life, in my spirituality. Maybe I have the courage to face those thorns and dig them out and ask God for the grace to trust him, to believe in him, to believe that we are all sacred and loved in the eyes of God. When Jesus died on the cross, there was no asterisk by it saying, you are saved once and for all if. It is a gift. 
given to every one of us. And it doesn't matter whether we yield 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, or 100 fold. What's important is that we take that seed and we allow it to find life within us.